0: Big game, big flavor. Hot Stuff Sauce, let's get saucy.
1: War. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. On the first day of Metsmith, Steve Cohen gave to me Justin Verlander. On the second day of Metsmith, Stevie Cohn gave to me Brandon Nimmo and Justin Verlander. <laughs> On the third day of Metzmas, Steve Cohn gave to me Cody Sanga, Brandon Nimmo, and Justin Verlander. On the fourth day oh, of Metsmus, Steve Cohen gave to me, Carlos Correa, um, Cody Sanger, Brandon Nimmo, and Justin Verlander, <laughs> and then hopefully in five years we get five Series rings. Well, welcome to Allow Me To Be Frank, and uh, uh, I I I think you could say the will-pawns are dead.
0: And Interesting. Not,
1: I mean I mean I mean they're not they're not even
2: dead. They're still alive, but they're rolling <laughs> in grace. Yeah, so so Frank, um yeah, obviously I'm joining this show as a special guest. And for those of you who don't know me, I used to produce the show before handing off to Reed, but I felt that today was the day that I needed to come back. And I needed to – I put together a document, Frank, and this document is a verbal agreement that I'm going to read out loud to all the listeners on behalf of Mets fans because t- today is a new day, okay? And I think we need to acknowledge that. We need to move on, and I think today is the I, day. That I, I, I
1: I think we now know that Steve Cohen will do anything to win a championship. Anything. That's what I was trying to tell you. So – And uh, – and um, Billy Nepper and uh, Sandy could uh, no longer be in the way that Steve Cohen will do it himself, if
2: need be. And uh, if there's a missing piece, they'll probably get it. Well, with that said, um, so I'm going to read this uh, verbal agreement out, out loud, Frank. So I want to make this official to the listeners. Right. I don't want this to be like a. You know, just a casual thing. So, this is real, and I put a lot of work into this. So, here we go. Here we go. Bring it up here. Let's read up. uh, Okay. The intent of this agreement on behalf of all MET fans (laughs) is to provide verbal, documented expression by Frank Fleming that on this day, December 21st, 2022, in the year of our Lord, Stephen A. Cohen, AKA Steve Kong, a.k.a. Uncle Stevie, a.k.a. Hal's big brother, that Frank Fleming, a.k.a. Frank the Tank, will never use the term Will Pons in its immediate and alternate forms to describe the New York Mets franchise in any manner, under any circumstances, in perpetuity for the rest of his life. Let the record show that this agreement was developed in response to factual evidence of Steve (laughs) Cohen's big dick investments of Justin Verlanda, the resigning of Brandon Nimmo, the resigning of Edwin Diaz, the signing of Kodak Senga, and the signing of Carlos Correa, plus others. The total amount of these investments tally $806 million, which for all you dumb, poor, gobbledy and Yankee fans is most likely equivalent to a painting that is hanging over Steve Cohen's toilet, where he takes monster dumps, and wipes <laughs> his ass with $100 bills. This verbal commitment is binding, and Frank Fleming, do you accept and acknowledge this agreement? I will
1: never use the term Wilpon to disca- describe the current Mets ever again.
2: There it is.
3: <laughs> it's a historic date. And a uh,
1: uh, day. there's a Twitter. There's a Twitter handle that says that its uh, name is actually, it's still Wilpon. I think he can now go ahead and actually change that.
2: I agree. And we should direct this at him.
3: At. It's still Wilpon. It's time to change the name. It's yeah. still
2: Wilpon. He's at, at it's still Wilpon.
3: Now, Frank, yeah. you spent
0: most of October and November saying the Mets were not going to spend. I think you owe Steve Cohen an apology.
1: Well, I think I do. Uh, <laughs> I, wasn't not, I wasn't really more concerned about Steve Cohen not spending money. I just thought about, uh, I was more concerned about uh, Billy and Nepler. You
0: said just, they were gonna going to have Craig Kimbrell be the Closer, they're not going to sign, you
1: said they're not going to sign anybody. You owe Steve Coe an apology. Well, yeah,
2: he's, he's spent a lot of money. I was wrong about that. Do you have remorse?
3: Like, Frank, it just feels like
2: you're almost sad that we pulled this off because you just were digging that that hole of just, like, we're never going to turn the corner. I'm
3: just used,
1: I'm, I'm just used to just thirty years of disappointment.
2: But it took another $315 million to get you there? We were already at God knows what. Yeah, well,
1: here's the thing. Jacob deGrom was one of my all-time favorite Mets players. And watching him walk just pissed me off. Pissed me off to no end. And I was always, always had a feeling he was leaving. And I guess there's nothing that Steve Cohen could do about it. It's deep down, Jacob DeGrom was a jerk, and he hated New York. I mean, that's become clear now. Uh, I mean, uh, I didn't want Chris Bassett for the right price. I would have liked him back. But he was so bad down the stretch.
2: He doesn't. No he doesn't – Bassett's issue is, to me, he doesn't strike anyone out. So it's like if, you, if you're you know in those what, big playoff games and you get two runners on, you know, first and third, nobody out. He farts put, around too much, too. That's he what I'm he saying. He farts and, around too much. And with the new and pitch, with the pitch cap, clock with the pitch,
1: next year. Yeah. The pitch clock next year, I think he's going to have a lot of problems. So I have no problem letting him walk. Taiwan Walker, you know how I felt about him. He becomes Taiwan Ikoff after July 1st. So... But the fact that these two, these two players just released a statement thanking New York. I'm not asking for Jacob deGrom to be a gradual Alfonso and buy taxicab advertisements thanking New York. I mean, he's at his press conference talking about the Texas Rangers. He had to be prodded to say, how was New York? Yeah, well, you know, it was, he had nothing nice to say, nothing nice to say about the fans who who went there and, and and stood in silence while the simple man played and just 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 watched him pitch year after year after year and, and enjoyed it he had nothing to say nothing to, not not one word not one word thanking the fans for eight years that he was here eight years and he didn't didn't say one fucking word i mean what the fuck is wrong with him i mean it is totally classless on his part and then to say that the that uh, the old ownership showed, uh, the, the treated him better, that he was upset that they fired Brody Van Wagenen, a general manager that was his former agent, and that's the only reason he stayed. The Mets hired Brody Van Wagenen, kind of a back-end deal. That just, this is how crooked the ponds were. And then he's upset when this incompetent, moronic, the worst, general, he might be the worst general manager the Mets ever had. He's upset that he gets fired? He gets upset that they're signing Max Scherzer, a guy who, whose resume, he's a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Max Scherzer retires today. He's in the Hall of Fame in six years. Yep. And DeGrom's upset, so he's jealous of Max Scherzer. How about, and then he says to the Texas Rangers show a commitment to winning? And he's upset about Scherzer? You know, I remember a couple of weeks ago, when Verlander signed with the Mets, there was a, that, that meme came out and every, about 40 different people would it to me saying that Verlander wanted to pitch where there's no pressure of October baseball. That's why he signed the Mets. It sounds to me that was Jacob deGrom. The Texas Rangers suck. The ballpark sucks. Looks like an aircraft carrier. Looks like an aircraft hangar. And he's the Texas, the Texas Rangers. You know? I understand him not liking the politics of New York. I can understand that. But thank the fucking fans, you fucking
2: jackass. You don't like the politics in New York. You stay here. That's, you know, yes. that's to commend to you. Like, you get <laughs> over more than anybody. Um, uh, but Mikey, I want to get your take here because so you're the only non-Methan, right? Like right now, like that we got like, yep. on, on yep. the pod, right? Now you're in Chicago, both teams stink.
3: What is it? Yeah, yeah, they stink, right? They're okay. I mean, we just got Dansby Swanson. I'm not going to, I'm not going to please that. I think that's uh, a pretty good signing. For okay. Us. They're
2: on the, we'll say, we'll say the Cubs are on the up and up. Whatever. No, on the, up. the
0: Cubs what are it? not going to be good next
2: year. Not he next year, but. Free falling. They're not. I mean, I, I,
0: I have no ill will. I just, that's not a good team. So it's what is the subject? I'm just tired of the fucking Chicago team. What, you,
3: very what
2: just what are you thinking about seeing all this occur right
3: now from an outsider's point of view? Give me to your. Me, it's crazy. It's it feels like you guys are on a cheat code right now because it's like you look at the payroll. You guys are over one point four billion dollars in spending and for payroll. And then I look at our, my Cubs, the third biggest market probably, and we can't do anything. We're spending four hundred and seventy million dollars this year on payroll, trying to work our way. You look at the South Side. You look at the White Sox. They just ha- signed their biggest <laughs> contract, yeah. seventy five uh, million dollars. And
1: I hear that. Uh, I hear that we might be going. Getting Leon Hendricks.
3: <laughs> yeah, you guys, it, it's, but now, now, I mean, last year was like, you, if you guys lose, it's a choke. but this year, it's, it's, you guys need to win. It's, it's, every game for Frank is going to be a relief. It's not going to be a, uh, uh, oh yeah, gl- I'm glad they won. It's going to be, a, they better have won. Because if they that's lose. That's Frank anyway,
0: though. That's nothing. That's, that's his. That's, ha- that's his I will enjoy right. it. I've always been that way. I think, way, I think that way. that way
1: under the world funds. It's They're
0: going to be 110 everybody. games.
1: But, I'm going to But it would. Uh, but 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 what I finally see now is a commitment, no. a true commitment to winning. By the way, uh this is uh, Minichi.
3: Is she uh, a loud? And barker? you know,
1: uh, the, her brother is more of a loud barker. Okay. Than she is. You know, um, and you know, Minichi, uh. Minici, uh could benefit from BarkBox, uh, Bark Box and you know, and uh we uh, with Bark Box, you've got to make your dog happy. See, make your dog happy <laughs> with bark box, make your dog happy with bark box, two toys, two treats, and it chew, shift gift fully to you. Make your dog happy with bark box. Make your dog happy. Yes, that's right. We have partnered with barkbox, so go to barkbox.com um slash tank and get a free extra month when you subscribe to BarkBox make your dog happy with BarkBox make your dog happy i
0: him a whiplash the <laughs> dog's well, really happy
2: well done frank yeah. um frank i want to get what's the lineup give me the lineup right now with correa with correa go your lineup not the one I, that you see I, on the web i want to hear what the frank fleming specialist uh
1: all right um Brandon Emble's the perfect leadoff hitter, so he has to say lead off. Yep. Um I think uh, Starling Marte is the perfect number two. Okay. Uh uh I'll slot Lindor three, uh Alonzo four, Correa five, McNeil uh sixth, um Bogle back Escobar. Platoon at DH seven, Canna uh, eight, and uh, Tomas Nito nine.
0: Omar Navarez, maybe Alvarez. We got a couple other options besides Nito.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catcher nine. I mean, catcher nine is new. Uh, is the new uh, there's a new pitcher spot in the National League. You know, you know. It's a, I, I I it's still begrudging to me. I know baseball's changed. I mean, you know, but yeah, I I begrudgingly now accept it as a data hitter. Of course, you know, ten years ago I would ten years ago I would have been furious at the DH coming to the National League. I've always liked National League baseball better. National League is a better brand of baseball. The American League is the league that the Yankees play in, and you know I I, I just can't give a fuck about the American League.
3: You know, I've always rooted for National League.
0: The Korea thing. We have Brett Beatty now as a trade ship in like for July. So if we want to move, if we need if we need resources in July, we can do Vientos. We can do Brett Beatty.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah we can do it now. And, we and, can and, do it
0: now. We can do it right now. And, go get a we could. Go get yeah, Otani now.
2: Sure. <laughs> Why not? Why not? What are you waiting for? Like if, if it, it, you know if the Mets if the, if the Mets
1: get Otani. Oh my God. Steve Steve Cohen has to be, has to
2: have a we have to have maniacal Steve Cohen laugh. But I'm not surprised by it anymore. Why are we going to be surprised? Like, what is the difference between spending 800 mil and spending a billion I, dollars? He I, doesn't care. He I, has a sculpture I, I, in his I, house I, worth more than like people's I, 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 I,
1: lives. Steve, Steve Cohen has now showed has now proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that he is committed to winning and. And if the Mets need it, if, if, the, if the Mets are not online to win a championship in July and they need to make a trade pe- piece, I don't think they're going to be hugging prospects this year.
0: Are you going to be positive about the Mets until the, until at least the season starts now? Like from now until April, whatever, April 1st, are you going uh, to be
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yes, I will be. And uh,
0: okay.
1: I got an announcement to make. Oh. All right. Some fan DM'd me the a couple of weeks ago and he's because I have to do once to try to and maybe we could bring him on eventually uh let me see if I can find it seven step seven steps he calls it uh the guy's uh the the guy his name is Trey Peacock I don't know what his Twitter handle is off the top of my head but he has this seven step positivity uh program and he uh, I think we could uh, do this in January and start it maybe have him on as a podcast guest and start the uh seven steps of uh, trying to become a positive met fan. And uh, here it is, Uh, step one is letting go. Time to remove the weak Wilpon energy from your body. I mean, Uncle Steve has nothing in common with Fred and Jeff. Let the past be the past and move forward because the future is bright. He says, as part of this, I should film sacrificing items of the past, a DeGrom jersey, a picture of Bernie Madoff, a can of Campbell soup for uh, Eric Campbell. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know. Maybe uh, I could put my uh, Degrom uh, jersey. I don't know if I want to get rid of my Degrom jersey. Yeah. This maybe. Maybe one day i would, Maybe one day, ten years down the road, I'll wear it again. When he, uh, when when this look things got settled with my Hampton, and I'm telling you right now. In August, when DeGrom comes back, I'm booing him. Okay. Wow. I'm booing him. I'm I'm booing him, not because he left, because he couldn't say thank you.
3: That's fair. That's fair.
1: Bassett did it. He was only here one year. Taiwan Walker was here. Two years he did it. Why couldn't he just simply a simple statement? thanking the fans. He he couldn't do it. He couldn't bring himself to do it. And when he's at that Texas Rangers press conference, it was almost like forced to even say anything nice about New York.
0: About the fans. Frank, if Darren Ruff thanks the fans, will you accept that?
1: Come on.
3: Absolutely not.
1: The only thing thing I want to hear from Darren Ruff is goodbye. (laughs) And by the way, that's that will be the only thing that the Mets the Mets all season's still not complete. They have to take out the
2: trash. And that means James not and Darren Rough. Well, now you have Canna. Um, Canha is Canha could be in a trade. You got the prospects. I can't see a world where even we're approaching, especially if we're approaching the deadline, and now you know what the needs are of this already juggernaut team. That people aren't on the move. So it's almost inevitable. Yeah. Unless the yeah. Mets are playing at such a uh, clip and the yo- and the youth, Alvarez and Beatty especially, are, pro- are, are producing for the team. Trades will be made. I think the Mets, the, Go ahead. Mets need to, the Mets need to make one
1: trade right now. Right now and try to see who they can get for him. Ronnie Mauricio just had a monster season in the Dominican League. Mm-hmm. His value might be going up. Mm-hmm. And they might want to start pushing him. And there's no room on a Mets roster for, Darren, for Ronnie Murray CEO. And
2: we've made that mistake before. I mean, what could have we gotten for Dom Smith or guys like Scott Casimir when they were actually at their peak back then? S-
1: like, like, Dom, S- Dom Smith.
2: Well, we never gave Scott Casimir a shot. Some idiot felt that he was going to blow out his arm, so but they traded him. But that's my point. It's like you need some, some prospects, you need to trade at their peak. And that's why they're prospects Dom and why
0: they're
2: Smith, useful. Dom Smith should have been traded after the 2019 season. Exactly. And look at Kalenic. Look at Kalenic. Yeah. We <laughs> quiz Kalenic. No he's a nobody. He's a nobody. He's a scrub. And we got and we traded him for the best relief pitcher in baseball.
1: Uh, uh, I mean uh, I mean uh, I am now accepting the fact that the year I called him Ed Luz Diaz
2: that 2019 season was mainly best ball. I mean, he did give up a lot of... I mean, he did give up some moon moonshots.
1: But he, he was decent enough in 2020.
0: Mm-hmm. He was, and he's actually pretty good. Very good, actually.
1: He was, he was good in 2021.
0: The issue and was... Last Co-
2: year. The issue was Kalenic. Everyone was so caught up on giving up on Kalenic that Diaz had to play at such a clip, then you saw last year what and you and, and we no deal
1: and the robinson Cano deal and, and there's another one, another Brody van Wagenen and clients and uh he who to just got a steroid suspension the mariners couldn't wait to get rid of that contract and uh <laughs> I don't what, care how long we've be paying him for. What's funny is him off that roster was important. What's, what's
2: funny is if, if Kalenic turned out to be a stud and he, he was a stud, but Diaz had the year like he did last year, you still do that deal. That's how you win championships. You need to you need to secure yeah. those type of positions. So you're not thinking about it that way. But, but like the Mets and going do, forward yeah, now, I mean I'm, One thing I'm happy about the Mets is that they did not even let Diaz hit free agency.
1: They didn't let the next day open market. Mm-hmm.
3: So Frank, what is your projection? Oh, well, last last week, I think it was uh, under seventy wins or seventy five wins, something like that. What is it now?
1: Uh, ninety five. Take the over
2: Kid.
3: Take the yeah, over. I'll take the over on ninety five.
2: Is that a joke? You know what? Is that a joke? <laughs> ninety five wins. Are you like that for the Mets? No, oh, but Frank, this team
0: is. It's hard win. to predict
1: the hundred win seasons.
2: Dude, uh, I want to pick Hunter when we don't win 95 wins. Cohen is going to Soto is going to be here. Otani's is going to be here like like they kind of
1: have yeah.
3: to. That has <laughs> to happen. You know, you is... know honestly, now,
1: <laughs> you know, honestly, now I, I think the 95 win season. Being healthy in October and winning the World Series is the priority.
2: Sure, but I also think that like being healthy, right? Like I think that's more about the pitching staff. Like the I don't expect any of these position players to break down. That can't be happening. But the pitching staff, it's up in age. But that's why, like, you need. We're gonna need guys like McGill, Peterson. We're gonna need that seven, seven dudes that can go out. That you're not tr- throwing. And hopefully, Trubby Jose Buto. There. Hopefully, ho- <laughs> hopefully, Jose Buto. Well, this is why I, I
1: don't in, want them to uh, trade
0: Carrasco. Like, I want them to hang no, out the because
1: we need I want the to the, the only the, the only players I would – the only people they need to get rid of right now, to me, are can't and Ruff. And I don't care what they get back for those two bumps.
3: The Mets are now in first. Uh, they're plus 650 with the Astros. They're actually tied with the Astros to win the World Series. So, that will be a future – I don't I will, love that. Hammering. You're, you don't love it?
1: I, I, I don't love being the favorite.
3: I oh, like being the second on, Frank. favorite. Jesus. Craig, what do you want? You want to be fourth? Yeah. You want to be fourth and then, like, hope you get in? You'd rather be the fucking best and you roll know, over the. You team. know what
2: I want? I want to go wire to wire, the best team in baseball. Yep. And that's my expectation. Frank, and if it's you- not this year, you get Otani, you do it again. And you do it again and again and again until we have the greatest year ever on, on record.
1: Now, by the way, uh, step one, step one of the uh, step one of this, the positivity program was letting go. Mm -hmm. Step two is believing in a higher payroll. This is the dawn of a new day. We're no longer signing Jason Bay. We're trading Ruben Gotai, trading for Ruben Gotai. We're in the uh, gourmet aisle, Bobby Flay. So say what you can about putting the. Will Ponzaway away and embrace the Steve Cohen White because the next year it's Shohei. This is part of the credo of the seven-step program, which all else recite the credo, we will have, we believe in a higher payroll. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, who is it? David Axelrod uh,
2: just on Twitter renounced his Mets fandom. Yeah, what? I read that. He said, he said that he used to root for the Mets because they were the scrappy underdogs
0: get lost,
3: but now he's like just like just you know, what a dude. Loser. That is such like the the Brooklyn Nets owners mentality or the general manager. The I want to I want a team that's going to go out there and lose forty, but at least they're trying hard versus a team that's going to win sixty and not try as hard. It's just like the logic isn't there. These people are so. I mean, sick. go root for I, the. I, I, I
1: go for the go I, the I, I
3: mean,
1: well, Frank, he's I a CNN he's exactly. a
2: CNN senior senior reporter, so I'm sure. Well, you know, there you go. So sure
1: yeah, of course, you're, of you're course. a fan uh, of his work. Well well, well, well he <laughs> could he could he could root for the uh, he could root for the Oakland ass.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I, I I mean this is what sports is about. It's high payroll, people people getting paid. You know, uh, 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 did, 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 did he like Danny Nino? Did he like Max Moroff? Eric Campbell watching Alejandro Deaza in center field? Yeah, well remember every year it was uh, the bum of the year, but that's what sign uh, some outfielder. Do you remember the tweet that someone retweeted a couple weeks ago? Merry Christmas, Met fans! And they had uh, uh,
0: Rick Porcello, Michael Wacha. Uh, I mean, come on! I mean, Colin Cowgill. Remember all these Kirk Newenheis? Like all these losers. Like this is a great team we have. If you don't, Kirk Newenheis, you're, you're a loser. No,
1: you know, you know what surprised me about Kirk Newenheis? He hit. He once hit three home runs in a game. He was the first home player to do it. And no man ever did it at Chase City, No ever did it at the Polar Grounds. He did that at Southeast Field. Three home runs in a game at City Field, and uh, his batting average at one point that season was below 100. And and my thing was, the the Kirk Neumann Heist to boldly go
2: below what any bad average had done before. <laughs>
1: um, you know,
2: Frank. You know what I like about Korea too, and this is something that that falls into your your wheelhouse, is that. He's done it in the postseason before, and I know you're big into like you know you can't just you know flounder when you, you get know, there. The guy you know, has what, a pedigree. What, what Mets, right now, of a gamer.
1: Where the Mets failed was uh, down the stretch they pitched around Alonso. They, 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 they found ways to pitch around Vogelback. With Vogelback. The only way he helped the Mets is if he hit a home run. He got on the base, he plugged up the base pass. And uh, so they would throw those two pitches outside. He'd take them because he had plate discipline. Then they hit that one pitch on that corner, and his bat was done. He was going to strike out or pop up. They hit that one corner, and every time they did that, Dan Ruff was completely useless. I, I, I think the only RBI that Dan Ruff, that Dan Ruff had with Mets was in the game grew up eight to up 8-2 to when he drove
2: in the run. And it was a sack no fly. It wasn't puck. even a base hit, right? Yeah. I mean... Darren fucking rough. Yeah.
1: And, and uh, Scherzer was not, was not healthy in, uh, in uh, October.
2: Uh, and Chris Bassett shit the bed. We were piecing it together toward, toward, towards the end. We weren't where we were about like a month prior to that. That's where we needed to be. And the injuries caught up to us. The you, team was fatigued and too much was on. Yeah,
1: yeah. Marte. Marte. Him breaking his hand just yeah. hurt them. And Canna basically vanished down the stretch. But now you, now you throw Correa in there and, and everything else just like moves. It's, it stretches out the lineup. You can't pitch around Peter Alonso anymore. You're
0: also I love. I mean, Korea. like if someone gets hurt, we can have uh, Escobar kind of slot in there. Like you don't even. Like, yeah. He's a pretty good hitter. He's a very good bench player. Like to have someone like that. And, and Escobar
1: is not. And, and if I'm not mistaken, Escobar is only signed
2: to this year. He's free agent next year. Right. Yeah, and and. He's and...
3: There's Is a lot of comp- short-term comp- money. There's I- a lot of
2: short-term money. There's still mm-hmm. short-term money on the team. Um, but uh, listen, guys, I want to say thanks for having me on real quick. I wanted to make sure that I was here. I'm going to give it back to Reed so you guys can get the, the real four on the show. Um, Frank, today's a new day. Thank you for your greens. It'll live on a perpetuity on the Internet. It's there. It's set in stone. Um, yeah. I'll see you guys. And- and let's go Mets. Good Merry Christmas, you, Nick. Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas, everybody. Here's number three. Uh, it's called uh, self reflection. It's time to reflect the, the scorned issues that have gotten us to where we are today. Whether it's the aforementioned uh, Alejandro Deaza. Boy, he really sucked, by the way. Brad Emus, <laughs> Carlos Beltran strike three. Perhaps it's what Larry Jones did at State Stadium. We examine the most painful will decisions that have gotten us today and to let out one final epic rant off my chest uh, and film this that I've held back for years. Step four, we need to find it, analyze the current methods used to act out and find alternative things to do with our newfound positivity. Instead of screaming, yelling, forming things and uh, breaking glasses, instead of saying mm-hmm. our players suck, say the other players suck. So uh rip players on the braves and film it and uh, role play scenarios with new methods
3: right we replace them with it. cheers
1: and loud clapping are you gonna do that frank well i think we, i i, I think so and i think we had to bring this guy on i think we had to reach out to uh uh this guy this peacock okay and try to have him on the show and and, and start and uh as spring training approaches uh do these uh do these uh things and um Here's number five, realize I deserve it. I put in blood, sweat, and tears over the years and dedicated all my time, spent money going to Met Games and buying things. You know, I discuss all the time I, in the film, discussing all the time I spend at games, watching in general, and truly believe that I deserve to see them win and that good karma now change is coming. And we, like I said, we'll reach out to this guy who who wrote this thing. Uh, number six, make amends. I have to reach out to Steve Cohen and apologize for my actions. I don't know how we could do that. I pretty much did do that already today, but we'll do that again. And uh, step seven is to put all the six steps into action and um, analyze current roster and uh, have, have uh, speak positively heading into the new season. I think this is something we can definitely do heading into spring training. And uh, we'll work out. We'll talk about this guy, Trey Peacock. And see about getting him on the show and starting the uh,
3: steps. All right, yeah, I'm down. I think this is going to be huge, and it, it'll be like the transformation of Frank. You yes, and it'll be very nice to see positive Frank. Doesn't have to be lifetime, but for a couple couple years, I could uh, I can get behind that. Positive Frank tweets are going to be great.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, right now I'm not getting a lot of positive votes where the Devils suck again. Uh, there we go. The de- Dolphins uh, Dolphins in their December doldrums. Mm-hmm. I mean. Do you know how many times the Dolphins have collapsed in December over the last 20 years?
3: What if we played in the Middle East? Do you think they would be the best team in the league? Like if we took that weather. For the Dolphin? Yeah, if we took every team and we moved them to where it's nice and warm all year round, would the Dolphins be the best team in the NFL? Hot weather only.
1: I'm not asking for the, uh, the best team in the NFL this year. I. I want the playoffs, and I want to win a playoff game. You know, I'm gonna maybe separate the '93 collapse, where they were nine and two, lost their last five games, and missed the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But that was like the first December doldrum. Uh, 2002, they lost their final uh, two games and, and uh, went fit and uh, lost the chance to win the division. If they would have yeah, won my one guy of those is, games, they would have won a division.
0: My guys won the division that year, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, the Dolph and the in the in the uh, last game of the season they had a 10 point lead with uh two minutes left at uh Foxboro. The Patriots scored a touchdown, had all three time had all three timeouts. And uh Dave wants that, who might have been one of the dumbest coaches of all time, by the way. Terrible, terrible might get don't I, I think you might I think you might be too young to remember him as the Bears coach. But why but that's you? when the Bears.
3: Yes. I can't say nothing bad about him. Shameless plug. I'm having him on the show next week, so
1: <laughs> <laughs> I he was oh, he was just as tough. bad as Barry's. He was a he was a bad coach. And uh so the dolphins got the ball. Three point lead now. They have a three-point lead with one forty left. And he had the dolphins passing. When he had Ricky Williams, who Led the league in rushing that year, like 1900, like 1850 rushing yards in the backfield, and he had him throwing deep. Run 47 left with a three-point lead. Three incomplete passes. They took eight seconds off the clock. Patriots ended up winning the game.
3: So I'm going to actually ask him that scenario. I'm going to be like, if you were a head coach in this position and uh, I need you to tell me the whole scenario again, I'm going to say, would you do it? What would you do in that situation? Would you throw it or run it? And if he says he would run it, I'm going to call him off for being a liar. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like a hard hitting interview. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to give him the fucking, the business. I'm giving him the business. In 2009, in
1: 2009, the Dolphins lost their final three games finished seven and nine and missed the playoffs Jets end up getting the playoffs instead of them. And it's always the fucking Jets that seem to do it too. Well, and once the uh, AFC championship game, well, that was the last I time you made Jets. the
0: playoffs,
1: right? So no, no, 2010 was the last time you made the playoffs. Yeah,
0: I'm sorry.
1: And the Dolphins and the, and the Dolphins liked losing their last three games to finish seven and nine in 2009. They did it again in 2010.
3: Well, I, I don't uh, think you're going to like mean, what I have to say. Um, I have my projections already. I've predicted on who's going to the playoffs and everything. I ran that table. Um, I do have the Dolphins going in the playoffs, but I do have the Jets at a higher seed than them. Wow. Yeah. I don't Yeah. Yeah. At a uh, at 11 we have, and uh, in, in, No. In, 2000, in 2013. we 7-7. Yeah, 10-7. Sorry. In
1: 2013. The Dolphins lost their final two games and missed the playoffs. In 2018, after the uh, miracle of Miami, they lost their last three games. I mean, it's it's it, and, uh, and they did and they were eight and three. Now they're eight and six, and they're probably going to miss the playoffs again. Well, that's not. I mean, they're that, in the playoff it, it, picture it, it, right now. Frank. Is, they're yeah, in they the are. playoff picture. Right now. I just don't like how they're playing. Their their they're secondary is is just terrible. Uh, Xavier uh, Xavier Howard's had a horrific season. I mean, two years ago he uh, he was like on the verge of being like Player of the Year, and uh, and he's had a horrific, a horrific, horrendous season. I mean, he couldn't be worse. Here's another one: they lost uh, three out of the last four games in uh, 2014, finished eight and eight. I mean, these are years just like dec the the, the the Dolphins die in December, and I'm just. Tired of it.
0: All right, Frank, but let's, let's look at who else is out there. You have my jets who are playing like dog shit. You have Reed's Patriots who are a complete clown car. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I don't uh, know. I mean, who who the dolphins are probably gonna get in just because everyone else is, is inept. The
1: dolphins the, the dolphins need to beat the Packers on Christmas.
3: The Packers I'm fucking scared of that game because I Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: I am too because Aaron Rodgers in prime time. Or on national television games, always just comes
3: up. Yeah.
0: Oh, God, d- just, 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 just
3: infuriating. Let's go Packers! Woo! Uh, yeah. Well, dude. No, I need the Dolphins. Let's to go Jaguars. Because oh. I will go. No, I'll Frank. Go let's go Jets. Well, mm. Civil War in here.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. Frank, Frank, and I were exchanging some words on Sunday. I was on the stream with him. He said, "Quote: The Jets get all the breaks, and I almost lost my mind. I'm like, like, are you fucking kidding me?' The Jets get all the, the Jets don't get any well, breaks, Frank. The Jets are a fucking disaster every year. I don't want to hear think, that.
3: I think I think Frank got enough of the yelling and the argument in the streams with uh with Doug's.
0: Frank was I'll, I'll say this. Frank was in rare form on. I think even Frank would admit Sunday was not his best day.
3: But you got to respect it when 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 Fra- I... when when Doug's went off. Frank was like, all right, I understand where you're well,
0: coming. Well, for like two minutes, and then he went right back. And me. then he went right back, yeah. <laughs>
1: but two minutes wasn't but... Frank's best day. It's all right. But, we all but, but, uh, but, well, first off, I was pissed off the Dolphins lost the night before.
3: Right. Yeah.
1: And then uh, I, I desperately needed the Jets, Chargers, and Patriots all to lose. Luckily, I got two out of three. This is right now the Titans are, are, are trash. Yeah, they did.
0: They, oh.
1: And and what I was watching with the Jets, and what was, was frustrating me with the Jets was the Jets de- got a, a a defense right now that I think is superior. I think the defense, Sauce gardener Sauce Gardner
3: is is to me lo- a lock for defensive rookie year. He's really oh, of good at not getting pass interference calls when he uh, does pass interference. Oh, get the fuck out of here, Mike. Uh, but oh, what was frustrating is Zach Wilson
1: Zach Wilson couldn't hit the broadside of a barn and every pass he was throwing was like hot, t- over, well over the head of heads except like on dirt down he'll go back to pass he'll throw a lob up the jet receiver will be off balance falling backwards and the ball will land in his chest and I saw him make three plays that way and it just was like, uh, are you kidding me? Are you just really going to win this game? And that's what was really like getting to me. That's what I meant by just getting all the breaks.
0: Yeah, but you understand it's how like I don't all these, hear that. Like, Do you understand how I don't want to hear that though, Frank?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I understand 11 years, no playoffs. 13
0: years, but yes.
1: Well, no, you made it in 2010.
0: Right. It's 2022. So you have 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21,
1: 22. And this will be the 12th year if you don't make it. It'll be the 13th year, I guess. Right. 12th, 12th year, 12th year. Yeah, this will be the 12th year if you don't make the playoffs. But uh, you know, it did. And by the way, uh, let me see something here. Hold on. But uh, the do you realize the Dolphins only the Lions have gone longer without winning a playoff game? Really, Oof. that's not good, Frank.
3: Yeah, that's not good. When's the last time the Lions won a playoff?
1: Dolphins game? haven't won a playoff game. Nineteen ninety-one. Yeah, they've that's won 90. one playoff game. They've won one playoff game since nineteen fifty-seven.
0: Who was the was it Scott Mitchell was a quarterback that year, Frank? Or no, am I getting it wrong? Who, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Uh Eric Kramer. Oh my god. Jesus. Scott.
1: Eric Kramer, who else did they have? Uh, was it Eric Kramer? They had another guy on their team.
0: Well, now you see while
1: Uh let me see. The, uh, yes, yes, yes. The, What happened was they had Andre Warden. He was a bust. Uh
0: yeah, they had
1: uh, Rodney Pete on the team for a mm-hmm. while. Um, yeah, Eric. Yeah, Eric Kramer was the quarterback when he won a game. And uh, what it was, was he, he they had Rodney Pete. And he had Andre Ware. that was the two quarterbacks that they banked on Andre Ware, Heisen trophy winner total bust. And Eric Kramer ended up being the quarterback when they beat the Cowboys at the Silverdome. And that's the only playoff win. But the Dolphins haven't won a playoff game since 2000. They've only made two playoff appearances since 2001. They made one 2008, that flukish year after they went one and fifteen, when Brady was hurt and they won a division. They made the playoffs in 2016. Last two years, they were the last team out. They were like right on the door, and for them to after eight and three to miss the playoffs again. You tell me I can't be fucking frustrated.
3: You could be frustrated. You can be frustrated. Yeah, you can certainly be
1: you can't, frustrated. You can't tell me. You can't tell me that any other team is better off than the Dolphins. If that's the case, if they, they haven't made the playoffs in, 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 since 2016, haven't won a playoff game since 2000, and three straight years at the door and can't fucking get in.
0: Oh, also the Dolphins haven't won a Super Bowl in forever. You can be frustrated, Frank. I'm not. No one's saying oh, yeah. that. You can. The
1: Dolphins. I want. But but I want to see progress. I'm not asking
3: to win the Super Bowl. I want right. to see progress.
0: Right. I understand that. Yeah. I feel
3: the right. same way. Now let's talk about Tua. He's been on a slump. Well, before
1: that, we have to talk about we have to talk about hot sauce. Oh, oh yes. You see, we're looking for some hot stuff, baby, this evening. I need some hot stuff, baby, tonight. I want some hot stuff, baby, this evening. You see, we have partnered with Hot Stuff Sauce made at XO Taco on Syracuse University Hill in Syracuse, New York. And it's the best hot sauce you can ask for. So go to hotstuffsauce.com and get your hot sauce now with promo code 1010 and you'll receive 10% off your order. And of course, you know, it's it's uh, it's so good you can even drink it, right?
3: No, yeah, it's pretty good. Um... Yeah, it's the best, but don't drink it alone. Um, I will be doing. Um, I need to do a challenge soon where I do take it because I. It's like one of those things. Like a, I, I miss it. I miss doing stuff like that, so I kind of want to take uh, another swig of it. Maybe uh, next week I'll take a swig of it.
0: Well, why don't you drink an entire bottle during a show? Just one flavor, but like drink the whole bottle during it. Just, like, you know the what? End of the show it has to be empty.
3: I'll I'll make a. I'll drink half a bottle. I'll drink no, half a, bottle, a whole bottle. A
0: whole and
3: bottle. I'll, I'll drink a whole bottle, but it'll be the lightest, uh, the hotness. Like it won't be the hottest one. I'll drink a medium bottle, and it'll be one of the hottest ones. So you can pick your poison there. Uh, I think you should drink a whole uh, bottle. Uh, I, like the, hot one. I like the. I like I like the one of the, uh, the. I think it's fair for it to be the most mild one. All right, I'll do that. It's still hot okay. sauce, and I'll break the seal on camera and everything, right. so no one's like, "Oh, you're bullshitting." I'll break the seal. And I'll prove that white people can eat hot shit. So there's that. How do you how do you like that, Clemmer? No, you don't like that. <laughs> so make it work. How's Idaho, Frank? <laughs> I was gonna say, speaking of racist comments, uh, you want to talk about Kyrie Irving? What do you the, do uh, now? What no, he didn't do anything, but um big trade scenario could be coming to the bulls per uh per source Frank for who uh I have a source inside source no no I yeah gr- wonderful scoops
0: I'm asking who the who the Nets get
3: Zach Levine
1: well and Vucevic that's a name that uh uh that's the name that uh that uh, Kyrie Irving doesn't like
3: what Vucevic no Levine Oh, oh, yeah, exactly. Just get to a fucking nice even swap, and we'll, we'll call it even there. You know, I, uh, the Nets are actually playing pretty well. They are playing good. No That's what we're going to talk
1: about them. I have no feeling for them right now. Uh, they, they have worn me down to the point where I just don't give a fuck about the team, even when they're playing good. It, and, and I got to say, I, I like Jock Vaughn. He's done a good job as coach. And Durant's playing well. Ben Simmons is even starting to come along. They're nine just, and,
3: 12, three and a half games back from first. I mean, that's a lot, but it's still good. They're the fourth seed in the East. What, what is the,
1: their record? No, no, did that nineteen and twelve? Nineteen. Oh. Uh, but the yeah, the, yeah, did uh, No, the, the Nets are doing the Nets are doing well, well right now. Uh, and I just. I'm just waiting for some other drama just to cause the thing to go off the rails. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at with that. So, uh, um, kind of waiting for some drama and it go on off the rails because that's what always happens with this with this team, especially with Kyrie Irving. He is just a, he, he really is just a self-centered piece of shit.
3: Yeah, he is. I, I'd gladly take him on the Bulls though. So, um, if you want to work out a trade.
1: I, I gotta give him up. Uh, Vucevic, you know, maybe play a little defense. Uh, Levine, I mean, uh, it's Durant's team anyway.
3: Mm-hmm. And the and, and uh, Durant really likes Levine. Like I, they're really close friends, so that's why I can see that. Oh, good, good. And this is that's the problem that happens with these fucking superstars. This is why I can't stand the NBA these days. Is you don't like something, I force my way out. I, I give you a big contract. Oh, fuck it. I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. Trade me you the know lady. what I like? I I, I I liked
1: it to Durant. I like that this this offseason that the Nets stood fun with Durant and didn't trade him.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm proud of that. I'm proud yeah. they did that. I mean, I mean, they basically says, no, We we couldn't find any equitable value for you.
3: You're here, deal with it. And that's what they should do. That's what owners and general managers need to start doing. If, they, if, if Nets had traded Durant, I would, have, I would have changed teams. What team would you have gone to?
1: You know what team I'm, uh, uh, I think I might have gone to? Phoenix Suns. The Dallas Mavericks. Oh! Luka needs help. Got an owner. Got an owner that, that committed to winning. You got a, a, a likable superstar. And yeah. uh, Luka Doncic, who's young, I like Luka. Luka Doncic. is is quickly become one of my favorite
3: players. Yeah, he's good. He's very good. I like him a lot. Um, the Mavericks need, help, and, that's a, and
1: that's a team that that's a team that's always been stable too. Look how long Dirk was there.
3: Yeah, hey, right.
1: the... And uh, they're, they're they're coached by Jason Kidd, probably my favorite Nets player of all time. Really good guy. Yeah, I mean. There's, not, there's a lot to like about Mavericks. Well, I
0: was, I was being sarcastic. Jason Kidd is a monster, but, I mean, you know, <laughs> he is what he is, I guess. Not a great guy, Frank.
1: He took the Brooklyn Nets to two, two, two NBA finals. Come on. Or the New Jersey Nets. But right.
3: not, he, he's a great player, not a great guy. Two different things.
1: There's not that's many. <laughs> yes. I, I,
3: that's true. It's true. Both of and the
1: Devils right now, six. And the devil's on their six-game losing streak. They got to get wake the fuck up. You know, my, my, my goals at the beginning of the season were to be competitive. They've changed. I want the playoffs. I'm not asking to win a championship. I'm not asking to win a division. I want the playoffs, preferably top three division. So they're not in a wild card race. I want them to finish one, two, or three in the metropolitan division. And we'll see where we go from there. They're a young team. But right now, they're, they're they're scuffling. They need to get. I think right now they need to get Andre plot back. And we they're missing him.
3: We like you knew the slump was going to come after their hot streak. I knew the slump was coming.
1: I I just the six in a row is just too much handling. They should have beat the Flyers last week. That, that that's the one. That's the game that truly pissed me off. Is the loss to the Flyers. Hurricanes are good.
0: Frank, they played been well been against a, the
1: Rangers. Got what point?
0: Have you been to a Devils uh, playoff game before?
1: I have been to lots of devil playoff games.
0: Okay. You just never been to a Mets playoff game then, right? Right. Okay. Okay. I
1: was confused. I went to uh I went to at least one game in every round when they went to the finals in 20, 2012. I went to uh game one of the Stanley Cup finals in twenty twelve, but I went okay. to game five of the Stanley Cup finals in twenty twelve.
0: All right. That's pretty good.
1: I went to uh I've been I was at the last Devils home playoff game too when they lost to the uh Lightning in twenty eighteen.
0: Oh
1: So I've been I've been I've been through my share of double playoff games. I went to a playoff game once where they allowed a loss to the uh, Carolina Hurricanes in overtime and leaving the arena. I got I got in the elevator on the third level the the top level and the elevator stopped at the luxury suite level. And walking in was uh, Kevin Smith.
0: Oh, my God, clerks! Pretty cool. Hell yeah. Wow jay and silent
1: bob frank yeah kevin smith and his wife who uh is actually in some of his movies
0: yeah there you go frank
1: the two of them walked the two of them walked in the elevator and uh that uh, was in
0: frank how's idaho going how was the trip what's going on tell us
1: uh well the trip is fine uh no problems at the uh the uh at the uh, call uh the airport, no problems with the plane.
3: First so, that, so that's been smooth. It it's cold out way.
1: here. Yeah, of course. of course. And I got I uh, had a nice Belgian waffle for brefix uh, yesterday. There
3: you
1: go. go. Go back. How cold is it?
3: Go back. Really- no, 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 no. Wait. What did you just
1: say? <laughs> I had a Belgian waffle for brefix. Yeah. For breakfast.
3: Breakfast. Breakfast. Okay, breakfast. All right, brefix. It's all right. Breakfast. Sure. How cold, Remember when I had breakfast there, in Frank? Illinois? It's, Frank, don't uh, do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do, don't do breakfast in Illinois. All right. Breakfast in Illinois.
1: You know, I'm not too far from Oregon. All
3: right. We're done. We're done. <laughs> how do you say New Orleans? New Orleans. All right. You, you just said it. You should
0: have said like the biggest city in Louisiana. Don't say the word before he says it. How do you say uh, Orleans. New
3: Orleans? New Orleans. All right, cool. Just making sure. Well, I just said breakfast, Clemmer. Did you hear me say breakfast? And Frank said breakfast. But I he, said said breakfast, he said breakfast first, or whatever it is. Breakfast or whatever he's saying. All right, Frank, say breakfast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> breakfast.
3: Thank you. See that? This you think I'm crazy? Yeah. Uh, that's one word for it. Yeah. So yeah, how long is Idaho? It's
1: for? not too bad. To, it's not too bad today, though. We might get some snow. Uh, Tomorrow's supposed to be single digits.
3: Yeah. Brutal. Brutal. How, you know, uh, this
1: is. Uh, they're doing. Uh, they're doing fine.
0: Good. Okay. Do your parents know what a big deal you are? Like, do they do they get excited about like Frank being there? Oh uh, well. I think they Frank, have some the here, but.
1: Uh, as you saw the picture I tweeted out yesterday, my father has a flip phone. Yes, he hasn't knows nothing about the internet <laughs> at all. What does he think about computers, Frank? Right? He doesn't like them. He doesn't touch one. He doesn't. He, he doesn't watch YouTube. He doesn't watch anything. He doesn't. He's never. He doesn't touch computers.
0: How do you explain your job to them? Like, how do you explain what you do for a living?
1: I think they understand a little bit. Yeah. By the way. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>. well, now, <laughs> yes, sleep shift.
3: That's ran, why you've right. been all quiet. Usually you'll oh, go ran. on it like a Frank ran. You'll do a These motherfucking mats. Nope. Well, not today. I mean, I mean, yeah, today, <laughs> just an example, just an example. So I try to get it out of them, too. Now I know why we did not I try to
1: mm. talk nets. I try to talk. Dolphins. All right, you want to do the uh, picks real fast?
3: We can, I think we lost Mikey,
0: but I can uh, I can get him up here.
1: And Mikey's frozen. Frozen window screens. Nothing's working at all. Frustrating time. Now right. since Mikey's doing his show, uh, doing his show uh, in uh, Chicago over there, and, uh, in that sketchy part of town. You always got to worry when he goes off the air.
3: (laughs) 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 I'd still still record through it. I don't care. If I got shot, I'd record through it.
2: There's the show.
3: All right, Frank. Got the Jaguars
0: at the Jets. Jets are favored by one point.
1: Jets are going to win the game. I think the Jets' defense is superior. The Jaguars, though, they're getting hot. uh, And... uh, Hopefully Coach Duggs, uh brings the Jaguars good luck and they win a the game for him. Uh, I'm actually want. rooting for the.
0: I want to see the Jaguars win the South. I think it will be hysterical. Falcons at Ravens. Ravens are favored by 7.5. Ravens are
1: stinking it up. Unless Lamar Jackson comes off the bench and plays, they're going to win the game, but I don't know if they're going to cover that number.
0: The over-under, by the way, only 37 in that
1: game. Um, Which probably means Lamar Jackson's not going to play. So uh, unless I know Lamar Jackson's healthy and able to go, I cannot, I cannot take seven and a half, give the the Falcons seven and a half points.
0: Bills at Bears, Mikey's Bears. Bills favored by nine.
1: Yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo's going to rumble in the snow. By the way, I hear that you're about to get a, Bombogenesis out there, but the, the uh, bomb cyclone.
3: Yeah, we are. Uh, it's going to be a bad. It's going to be terrible. We're going to have eighteen inches of snow. I think a huge Blizzard really? Friday.
1: Oh, yeah, a huge Blizzard Friday. And by the way, by the way, if you watched Sunday's uh, last game, last week's game against the, the Dolphins and Bills, the game went off the rails for the Dolphins when the snow started. So Buffalo, Buffalo,
0: Buffalo roams in the snow. We have the Bengals at Reed's complete. Dumpster fire, Patriots. Uh, Bengals are favored by three points. Reed, I mean, I don't even know how you explain the end of that game. I'm not even going uh, but... uh, uh, <laughs> to. I'm
1: pars- I'm partially surprised that Jacoby Myers wasn't cut on Monday. That play was so stunningly stupid. Yeah, stunningly stupid. That 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 that, uh, that of all teams if that that happened to the Patriots. I cannot believe that happened to the Patriots.
2: It just sums up this year as a whole. Uh, I like, honestly, I'm not that surprised it happened. It was it was more funny than anything
1: else. I it was funny. I think, think the
2: Patriots I think going to the playoffs actually
1: is detrimental to the Patriots right now.
0: Yeah. They're a team
1: that needs, they're a team that needs, they're a team that did and I think they I think they're gonna lose the last three games. I think they're gonna lose to the Bengals. I think they're gonna lose to the Dolphins, I think they're gonna lose to the Bills. I think I think I think the, I think the Patriots that play put put this the knife, this the stake. Dead that, that play to me ended the Belichick error. This is and the only maybe he sticks around to break Don School's record. I think maybe that's what he tries for. But I think the Patriots now need a total rebuild. And Mac Jones, Mac Jones, what is he throwing the quarterback? He he's gonna get his quarterback killed throwing that ball if Mac Jones tries to catch it. And then Mac Jones had no prayer to even tackle the guy. The guy's like like three times his size. Yeah. I mean, it was like... That's not you, Matt Jones'
0: fault.
1: It was, I mean, no. no, no way it, it. How's Matt Jones' fault?
0: How did Jacoby Myers threw that ball like 15 yards back with why three did Raiders? did throw the ball to begin with? I almost blame him more than Jacoby Myers. Like, why lateral it at all? What are you
3: doing? Yeah, that was... That was Go to
1: great. overtime. Go to overtime. You have the momentum. I mean, the and play. And the, and the touchdown...
3: I
0: question Bill Belichick's mental stability. Like I question his ability to be a coach. Like if you yeah. take Tom Brady away, he's an under five hundred coach. He seems now completely lost. I, I, it's a mess. The
1: uh, yeah. the uh, the touchdown the uh, the touchdown the Raiders scored to tie the game. Maybe he was out of bounds. Hard to tell. There wasn't a clear example. You couldn't see green or white. It looked like the toe might have been on the line. Yeah, it's one of those plays where they they could. There was not enough visual evidence to overturn the call. But you go to overtime, you, you believe in your guys. You don't ladle the ball around like you're down three points and 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 uh, waiting for a miracle. So so bizarrely stunning. I think the Bengals, right now, don't look now. The Bengals are playing the best in the AFC. They might be going back to the Super Bowl. I can't believe so that. So I think only, the Bengals to win that game.
0: Spread's only three points. I'm shocked. I thought it would be more than that.
1: Um, oh, no, no, no. It's in Foxborough. It's in Foxborough. The spread is six points. The Vegas math I
0: know. is that's three still, points. That's still to the home three, team. That's still small to me. Uh, Lions at Panthers. Um, Lions are favored by two and a half. Don't look at You now. know who's that game? The Lions were going to make the playoffs when the season started, and they're getting. I,
1: I look. I look silly when I. I, I look silly when I. When, when, when you're one and six, and and they, were, uh, they, and they were like terrible defense, but yeah, the Lions are going to that game. Lions are going to playoffs. Uh,
0: Texans at Titans. Titans are favored by four. The Titans are playing like shit. Texans
3: are bad. I'll tell you guys right Tandy now. Kenny Hill.
0: Kenny Hill's bro, foot
3: is
1: hurt. The, te- the The Texans had the Texans had uh, almost won the last two games. They almost won in Dallas. They almost beat the Chiefs. Went to overtime. You know, but but Derrick Henry does always tear them apart. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Titans. But I will not be shocked if the Texans win the game.
3: I think he's gotten over 150 yards the last five games against the Texans. Uh,
1: And and if he doesn't rush to have a big game, then you know something's wrong with the Titans.
3: Yeah. I mean, clearly, they fired their general manager. It looks like Brable. who knows where he's going to go if they're going to keep him next year.
1: You know, know, the situation is this. If he, he... Right now, it's one game separating the Jaguars and Titans. If... Both teams go one and one over the next two games. The last game of the season will be
3: Jaguars-Titans winner wins the division. I like it. I'll take it. And I'll probably – I like Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence made a huge leap from last year to this year. He's got a great coach. He's doing good right now. So
1: The uh, the Jaguars, with that win over Dallas, completely erased the mistake they did in hiring Urban Meyer. I, and I think that's so to say that the, Jag- the Jaguars have had a successful season.
0: All right, we have Saints at Browns. Browns favored by three. I like how the Browns are playing. I didn't pick Browns. Okay. Giants at Vikings.
1: And the, and by the way, by the way, the NFC South is a joke. That- it is a joke. This might be the worst division I've ever seen.
0: It's not good. Uh, Giants and Vikings. Vikings favored by four.
3: Not too
1: loud. Vikings. Vikings win that game.
0: Okay. Uh, Over under by the way, forty eight in that game. Expect a lot of offense. I guess. I'm surprised with the Giants that it's that high. But um.
1: Take the under. Take the under. Come on. Yeah, it seems seems high. Uh,
0: Seahawks. At I wish Chiefs. I could bet in
1: Idaho. I wish I could bet in Idaho. I, I'd take that under right now.
0: we got to get that Barston Sportsbook in Idaho. Uh, K, uh, Chiefs are favored by nine and a half.
1: Seahawks, that boom is off the road. That Dino Smith spark at the beginning of the season, that gone. Chiefs, 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 Chiefs. And I think they just play the Seahawks next week, don't they?
0: uh next week right I believe so yes
1: um,
0: hey, under. That, that's good for the Jets I agree uh over under that game 48 and a half for Seahawks Chiefs so pretty high uh um, over over you like the over really why
1: well JL Smith's put up some points this year
0: yes
1: the, chief, the Chiefs put up points their defense at times takes days takes weeks off I could totally see that game being like 31-20. Okay. Um,
0: Niners at Commanders. Two pretty hot teams. Uh, Niners are favored by seven.
1: The Commanders got – got were were, were uh, playing yeah. a terrible game against Giants. They did, they, yeah. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, defensive uh, player of the year. You know what? I'm going to put this – you put this out even further. It hasn't happened in – it hasn't happened since the Mets won the World Series. I think Nick Bosa deserves some MVP. consideration. They're not going to give to him. They're never going to give. There's only been Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Bosa is a monster. I watched him just just eat the dolphins alive. I... I, I mean, uh, I mean, he was on tour every fucking play. Nick Bosa is no. Nick Bosa is a monster. The Niners are going to kill the Commanders.
0: By the way, only two four o'clock games uh, on Christmas Eve. The other that was that one, and then this one: Eagles to Cowboys. Cowboys favored by four and a half. Cowboys are favored by four and a half against the Eagles. The Eagles obviously having quarterback issues.
1: Jalen is Hurts. The Eagles will be dumb. Dumb to put him out there.
3: I agree. Yeah, would be idiots. The Eagles,
1: Gardner- need, Eagles need the Eagles need one win in their final three games to have the best to t- the one seed in the NFC. You're going to Dallas. Dallas is probably gonna beat you anyway. You got he's got his sprained shoulder joint, lay the heel a week, have him ready to go. The Eagles will win one of their final two games. You gotta play the Giants. They always beat the Giants, they always kill the Giants. I don't know who they play. Uh The other game, I know they played, I know the end of the season with the Giants, but the Eagles are going to win win one of their last three games. Dallas is going to win this game. They need it. They need to bounce back off of two bad performances. They should have lost to the Texans and they did lose to the Jaguars. So I think the Cowboys come out strong. They win the game.
0: And yeah, I'm going to, I'm taking, I'm taking the Cowboys. Yeah, I agree also with the short week, you know, because they're playing on Saturday. You want to give Hurts even more time. You'd be dumb to no. play him there. Um, Christmas Eve you night. Do not, you do
1: not. You, they will be dumb to play him.
0: So this is what you're going to be watching right before, you know, Santa comes to visit. Uh, it's quite a game. Raiders at Steelers. Steelers, third by two and a half.
1: This game now has new meaning.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. No, no, not laughing. Seriously. The Steelers? The, uh, no, 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 Franco Harris died. That's true. And uh, the 50th anniversary of the macro reception is Friday. And they were, Saturday, they're going to retire Franco Harris' number. That was already planned. They're having a patch on their jersey. It's, they're going to have a big ceremony. Now it's going to be a memorial for Franco Harris. So it's it's it's, a, it, it's it's a bittersweet game. It was supposed to be like a, a celebration of the Franco Harris's catch, the catch it, turned the Steelers from the worst franchise in the NFL to one of the gold standards in the NFL was starting at that point. turn the whole franchise around the Immaculate Reception. Now, Franco Harris passed away today, and died, so it's going to take on new meaning. I, the Steelers have to win the game. They have to win the game. It's a legacy game. And you know what? The Steelers are an organization that understands its legacy. The Steelers are going to win that
0: game. Frank, do we know how he died? Like, it's just strange that he died so close to this, like a, a heart attack. Obviously, but if he was sick, with I mean, you think they would have moved this up?
3: Yeah.
1: Well, no, they, it was planned for the fifty, the weekend of the fiftieth anniversary. I know, like Maybe he.
0: But if he's terminal, ill... No, no, no,
1: no. What this is, what this shows is that you retire numbers. You don't wait. I, 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 I don't know if they've retired Terry Bradshaw's number yet. I, I don't. Think, think maybe they, they don't have. They've retired
0: the, two numbers. This would be the third.
1: Yeah, they've. Yeah, dude, yeah, dude, yeah, a couple of years ago, some guy for the Montreal Canadiens, I can't remember who it was, died the morning they were going to retire his number. And the Canadiens didn't start retiring numbers until their 100th anniversary. They basically had they had like about four retired numbers and they didn't retire anyone's numbers. If you're going to retire someone's number, if you put a number out of circulation, you retire the number as soon as you can. No, none of this waiting 30, 40 years because you never know what's going to happen. And, and it's a shame that Franco Harris is. is not going to be a part of the ceremony, but, you know, it, it it's still it's still on there and I think it's going to be an emotional day and the Steelers are going to win. What do
0: you call the hockey team that plays in Montreal?
1: The Montreal Canadiens.
0: Yes. Wow, that's quite a... Well, um... No,
1: no, 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 no. Now, now here's the thing. Okay. Canadiens
0: yeah.
1: is the English pronunciation. Oh. And it's spelt with an A. The Montreal Canadiens spell it with an e it is the french pronunciation they are the montreal the proper way to say that team's name is the montreal canadiens yes they are the french is a french speaking name yes it's the french pronunciation so that's what it is it's the front the canadiens
0: well frank i completely agree it's very important to say words properly how do you say the first meal you eat during the day again prefix
3: now that is from the french language you have to respect breakfast comes from break, breaking bread bread the french effects apparently you put an x in there somewhere as well yeah um okay so christmas
0: christmas morning frank's opened up his gifts in idaho it's be what 11 o'clock there one o'clock in the east and you're gonna get the packers against the dolphins this will make or break frank's christmas dolphins fair by four
1: it's appropriate that the fucking Packers were green. Fuck the Grinch. Fuck the Packers. This is, if the Dolphins don't win this game, they don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Packers suck. I don't care if they won Monday night. They suck. Rogers had a poor season. The, uh, the, the, the team doesn't, the Rams suck. And th- th- this is a home game. It's in Miami. There's no excuse. I mean, yet yeah, he lose San to Francisco. Tough team, Luke Bosa. They should have beat the Chargers. They played well against the Bills. They just lost in the snow. This is it. This is man up time. Their secondary has not been very good this year. They got to find a way to win this game. So, so who's your pick? I'm taking the Dolphins.
0: Yeah, bro. Yeah, All right. The next, the next game is Broncos at Rams. Broncos favored by two and a half. This is a good one, Frank.
1: Oh God! You know, uh, this year instead of Cole, all the naughty children are receiving uh, getting tickets to this game. <laughs> I mean, they're
3: you know, actually it's, putting that game on Nickelodeon, so maybe that might be the only way
1: to that might be the only way to watch this game. I, I mean, did are put Jim Nance and t- Tony Romo to the game on regular CBS? I'm like, seriously, sending me this trash game? Yeah, I mean. For- I have no, no, no words left to, to say about this game. It's, it's a bad football. Broncos football is Broncos country. Let's try! So who? who Rams. You, who's your pick? The Rams. The Rams are the second. It's in Denver. No, LA. Or LA. LA. Uh, I'm gonna
0: take
1: the Rams. Yeah. Oh, by the way, over under this game,
0: 36 and a half.
1: <laughs> Bronco Unders have been pretty much money all year.
0: You know what's sad is like before the season, that would have been like a, a cool game to look forward to on Christmas afternoon. And that game is just trash.
1: Yeah. And that's why they put it on Christmas. That's why they put it on Christmas. Now it's, it's, it's trash. It's like, uh, it's like uh, Packers Rams on Monday nights.
0: Well, they have Their another good one. On it. There's another good one here, Frank. Uh, you've got to end your Christmas right. Bucks at Cardinals.
1: Bucks oh. <laughs> the Cardinals have only won one game at home this year. Jesus! They're now they 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 now have Trace McSorley playing quarterback. Uh, the other guy is hurt. Uh, they they have two quarterbacks hurt. One's in concussion protocol. Kyler Murray's knee is shot. Cliff Kingsbury's already look is, is already yeah searching to help want, the want ads. Uh, maybe he'll end up uh, coaching somewhere next year. And then, you know you what know Cliff Kingsbury is going to be next year? He's going to be uh, Nick Saban's offensive coordinator next year. <laughs> that's, what he, that's, what that's who he's going to be. Cliff Kingsbury's going to be Nick Saban's offensive coordinator next year. He's already been fired as far as I'm concerned.
3: Well, it just hasn't out. been announced he's yet. Out.
1: He's gone. Uh, he's so- out of there. Uh, he's, he, he's a bad coach. The, you know, uh, the best year that uh, Texas Tech had, with the uh, Patrick Mahomes is seven and five. He's a bad, bad coach. Wow. You know the Jets try to hire him.
0: Ugh, don't Jets don't try to don't, hire him.
1: Don't. Um, so
0: you like the Bucks in that game? He is
1: a bad coach. Yes, and I actually like him by the number. Six six and a half? The, the, yeah, the Cardinals are horrible. Yeah. Horrible. And the Buccaneers the Buccaneers who are six and eight gonna win that division. Uh, they might,
0: uh, 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 I mean, that, that game, uh, oh, God. The Cardinals suck. All right, Monday night and the week right. You're, uh, the L.A. Chargers at the Indianapolis Colts. Chargers favored by four and a half. Frank will be watching this game and rooting for the Colts.
1: Yeah, and I know the Colts have no shots.
0: They're going to start They're um, doing. Nick Foles. Nick Foles is QB. They announced it, not Matt Ryan.
1: <laughs> Maddie Ice, more like Maddie Dumpster Fire. You, the called Blue a thirty-three nothing lead last week. Thirty-three yeah, cost, nothing cost him his job. Jeff's Jeff, Jeff Saturday, good hire.
0: Yeah, my, what,
1: he did, he, never what liked, did he go to? I still like. What him. did he go to the locker room? What did he Yeah, Jeff Saturday should be in the Hall of Fame. He's a great. Uh, He's a great center. Probably one of the best centers ever. And if he wants to coach, then you sit on the staff for three years and learn how to coach. I mean, what happened in the locker room at halftime? Did Jeff Saturday go, we won! Yay, let's party! P-A-T-R, party, party, party. I mean, what the, How do you
0: blow a 33-0 lead? Matt Ryan. I don't even think it's Jeff
3: Saturday. I think it's Matt Ryan. He is well, not Matt Ryan, part Matt of the... Largest comeback history, uh, games in NFL history the Super Bowl, playoffs, and regular season. He stinks,
1: Maddie Dumpster. So he's so he had he blew the biggest lead in uh, one of the biggest leads in the playoff history, he blew the biggest lead in Super Bowl history, and he's blown the biggest lead in NFL history. Yep. That's Maddie Dumpster Fire, yeah,
3: Maddie Dumpster Fire. Maddie, Maddie, that's Maddie. his name,
1: he's not Maddie guys. He's Maddie Dumpster Fire. Obviously, the Chargers are going to win the game. Colts, the Colts, the Colts are glue.
3: They just lost to
1: Taylor. That sucks. Yeah, it's not good. The, 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 the Colts are done and done. They're going to lose to the Texans. They're not going to win another game. They're going to lose to the Giants. They're going to lose to the Texans. The and Texans? that USF football is going to be fine. The Texans? Oh, Frank. They've already tied the Texans. They tied the Texans.
0: They haven't beaten the Texans.
3: That's all I got. That's the picks. Well, we got a couple questions for Ash the tank and then we can get out of here. You enjoy your trip in Idaho. So uh, Frank, what is your favorite Christmas memory and present growing up? This is from Pat Conroy 89.
1: I guess uh, I would say probably getting in an at Star Wars. Uh, the Star Wars at-at might be one of my oh, favorite right. toys.
3: That's a good one. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, this one is from at Manny underscore Vamo. Uh, shout out Manny being Manny. How we feel about Cherry 7-Up? Have you tried it and do you like it?
1: Uh, it's pretty good. It's got a nice little sweet taste to it. I don't know if I reviewed it on camera, though. Maybe if I haven't, I have to do it. Get?
3: Um, And then last question I have. Um, this one's from Danny Katz 2001. Tank, what's it like being in Ohio? Do you or Idaho? Did you get any potatoes?
1: Oh, uh, not yet. No potatoes yet. So but there's I, I we went by the uh, the uh, Maggie, the uh, the warehouse had all the potatoes, one of the farms, you see all the potato farms all around here. All but right. of course, well, it's under sheets of ice right now. Cool. Oh, yeah.
3: Man. Well, that's all I have for uh, F- I mean,
1: I mean, speaking of uh, speaking of that, uh, I, I mean, I'm like an uh, Idaho's like half out here.
3: <laughs> sure it is.
0: Well, thank you guys. I thank you so much for bringing him on the show this year. I really appreciate it. Merry Christmas to Mikey and Reed and Frank. Gave me a very nice Christmas card the other day before we left. So, I all kidding aside, I hope you guys have a great year. And thank you so much. And have a great Christmas, everyone's listening too. Thank you. Yeah, all I'm right. Merry uh, Christmas, everybody.
1: All right, gonna get ready to step out in the cold, see what I can do out here, and uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light from now on our troubles will be out of sight. Hopefully next year the Mets will win the World Series. The Dolphins will make some strides and the Devils will make the playoffs. The Nets will stop being drama queens and win some games this year. Hopefully leave, my stress level disappears and my glasses survive. Let's hope that my frustrations finally leave and have yourself a merry little Christmas now.
3: And if you guys want more of those songs, make sure you guys check out. um, Now, that's what I call Frank Miss. Five songs sang by Frank will be dropped this week merry christmas and uh enjoy it. so there's that little plug
1: uh, too. all right see you later
3: yeah. merry christmas everybody also
1: masterpieces coming out tomorrow masterpieces trailer oh the uh masterpieces the uh did uh, that actually we'll, we'll, this will be at least small so you'll be seeing masterpieces so tune in to masterpieces as well
3: awesome oh yeah merry christmas
1: guys all right see you later